Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast. This show was brought to you by GoDaddy Pros Hub, where you can manage your client's sites with some of the top professional tools in the trade and capture 4WP plugin from WPY Security that lets you easily integrate Google Captcha on your clients' Woo shops. I'll tell you more about our pod friends later in the show, but let's get started with the first of a few podcasts that were recorded earlier this month at WordCamp Europe in Porto, Portugal. The first one is with Augustin from WeGlot. Jonathan has a great chat with him about community support and how they are bringing multilingual to WordPress and WooCommerce sites. Hi, I'm Jonathan Wold. I am here at WordCamp Europe for a special edition of Do The Woo, and I've got a fantastic guest today. Augustine, how are you? Very fine, thank you. And do I pronounce it Augustine? August- you can say whatever you want. It's ah. Augustine French, but it's hard to say in English. So you can say Augustine or even guess. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining. And you are with a fantastic company called Weglot. You're no stranger to this WordPress ecosystem. When was that? What was the first WordCamp that uh, you went to? Our first WordCamp was in uh, 2016 with my co-founder and CTO, Remy. Uh, in Paris, actually. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it was uh, no, it was amazing. I mean, the first time we met the community and uh, and we had the chance to uh, discover how uh, kind the community is, was, is, and will be, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great, great, uh, great experience. So, it's been a couple of years since then. I'm curious. So, we're here at WordCamp Europe. Uh, in Porto, it's it's beautiful. Um, this is the first time we've had a WordCamp in a couple of years. So, from drawn from your own Paris experience, what what's different? Many things. Uh, we speak in English. Yes, <laughs> that, yes, that's fair. And at this time, we had uh, two entry, two tickets with my co-founder and a very very small sponsor uh, level. And now we have a much more larger booth uh, yeah. that I I, I'm, I was not even involved in the preparation. It is great. Maybe that's the reason why it's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we, the company grew well. And, uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're successful, which, now, which is amazing. And, and, and for those who don't know, uh, just give us a little bit of context. So Weglot, what, what does Weglot do as a company? Uh, Weglot, what we do is we make uh, websites multilingual easily. So you have a website in English and you want to have it in French, Spanish to sell more with WooCommerce. You would, you would use Weglot to have the translated versions of the website displayed and to manage translations easily. So basically, in a couple of minutes, you can sell in Spanish, in French, easily, without doing nothing. Now, and one of the things with Weglot, so you have this great sort of do-it-yourself product, but you also work with, like in the WooCommerce context, you also work well with really large stores, right? Like, how do you approach the big customers? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, originally speaking, we, are, we were very self-service, uh, only um, inbound-driven, so no large customers at all. But more and more, uh, we have uh, more and more larger customers, larger e-commerce players that have um, thousands of customers, uh, millions of revenues, and so on. So yeah, I mean, that's the same product, but different usage. Yeah. So it's really the same product. We're putting the same resources and same innovation process for everyone. But those who have a higher usage and higher expectations in of service are paying more. Now, did I understand right that you guys, like WordPress was a bit of a, a strong focus early on for Weglot, right? Like how did you get, when you started Weglot as a company, how were you thinking about WordPress back then? When we started to work um, on Weglot with Remy, we didn't know WordPress. 
Yeah. And we actually heard about WordPress the first time from the users. I mean, people were asking, okay, I'm okay to try your product, but do you have a WordPress plugin? Ah, wow. So, yep. okay, we, I mean, one, one request, we do nothing, two, ten, uh, twenty, and so on. Okay, let's, let's do a, a WordPress plugin. We did a WordPress plugin, and uh, it worked well. I mean, we found our first traction being on the uh, plugin directory, meeting the community, and that's how things uh, really start off. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, we're super grateful because it's how I think we, we experienced our first traction uh, was in WordPress. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. And you've grown a lot since. You guys recently raised some funding, right? Like, uh, how are you looking at, the, how are you feeling about the future right now? Well, I mean, we're thinking about the future the same way we were thinking about the future back then, which is what we want to do is to really be the layer, the 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 feature for translations for websites. So yeah. when you think about when you build a website, when you add to features like, I don't know, payment, you think about Stripe. Yep. But we want that when you think about translations, you think about Twiglot. I love it. You think about Stripe. And we started with WordPress. Yep. But we we're now, I mean, you can use us in any technology. But we keep also being there and present for WordPress as you see me at the Walk Yeah, Club. well, and I love that too because that gives you this unique perspective where you're seeing what's happening in the other platforms and you're able to give this consistent layer for your customers. You might have someone who moves from WordPress to another platform or vice versa, and that puts you in a good place to be able to help them do that. That's fantastic. Now, one of the things that, that you, you guys, you've had that start, you got your initial traction in WordPress. Um, WooCommerce has also kind of grown along with all of this. You, you guys do a lot in the community. You're a global sponsor of WordCamps. Uh, why, why, do you, uh, why do you put so much in? There are, there are many reasons, but maybe two. Uh, one, obviously, it's also a way to be visible. Yep. Don't, don't be uh, shy to, 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 to say it, but it's also a way to uh, market our brand, to build yeah. the brand awareness inside the community. And it's also because we think that uh, the DNA and the culture of the community is something that also fits with ours, yes. which is uh, some kind of uh, kindness, uh, caring about others, uh, um, being somehow transparent and so on. So that's the thing that we, we, we're happy to build a brand awareness inside this type of communities. And the other thing is also kind of giving back because uh, we also know that uh, we couldn't be there without WordPress at the yeah. very beginning. So that's also a way to give back to the community. And, uh, and yeah, and so being a global sponsorship is kind of, a, it's the result of every, I mean, many things we've done in the past and yep. we've done a lot uh, on our side to, uh, to fulfill these two goals. Yeah. And that's where like being supportive for meetups, uh, trying to be also at different work camps, trying to, uh, to partner with local uh, uh, participants and, uh, and benevolent volunteers uh, to uh, sometimes sponsor them to do things and so on. So yeah, it's it's many things, but uh, yeah, it's two things: uh, giving back and also building better awareness inside the community. Yeah. Oh, and I, th I think you guys have done a great job of that. And I think one of the things that I'm hoping to see more of is other companies from outside the ecosystem recognize that it's not just like there's strategic value in it. The more visible that you are, for instance, the more confidence that you're building within the community. When it comes to partnerships, for instance, I think you guys are in a great position where people see that Weglot cares. They're seeing your level of involvement and they see that alignment with WordPress like as a community, as an ecosystem. So WooCommerce, uh, e-commerce is growing a lot. You guys focused initially on just general translations, right? Like when did e-commerce e first come into the picture for Weglot? 
I mean, it came from the very beginning because okay. since we, um, our use cases are website use cases. So when you're building a website, there are many reasons to do that. One is marketing, having a, uh, uh, yeah, a page for your restaurant or for your law firm. Yep. The other one is to sell online. So WooCommerce is a great tool to do that. Yep. And uh, and another thing could be like private application when you want to do I don't know internal website for your own company, uh, wiki, uh, internal website. Yeah. So we're kind of uh, addressing these three main use cases, and uh, e-commerce is a huge one for us. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like almost 40% of our users are e-commerce players. So you, you've been involved in, in e-commerce from the beginning, and so then WooCommerce is obviously a big part of that within the WordPress context. So a lot of the folks who listen to Do The Woo are what we call builders. They're, they're creating plugins, products, services in the WooCommerce ecosystem. Inevitably, multilingual is going to be a part of, of what they're having to deal with. So let, let's talk about the, uh, the product companies first. If someone's building a product company in the WordPress, space and focus on WooCommerce specifically, what are some of the things that you would uh, encourage them to keep in mind when it comes to translations and this, this multilingual piece? Like, what, 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 what advice would you have for product companies that maybe haven't thought about multilingual yet? So one question before, what do you Please. mean by product company? Uh, like, for instance, let's take WooCommerce. Someone makes an extension for WooCommerce that provides some front-end functionality. And one of the things that's great about what I understand of Weglot is that you take a fairly, you're able to take the rendered layer of the site and translate that, right? But there's still, there's still challenges that, that we come across where it's like, uh, if a plugin has, if a, if a product creator, if a builder hasn't thought through multilingual, if they're just focused on one language, there's things that uh, they can end up missing. I'm curious, like, do you have any advice for these product companies? So, I mean, for me, it's more, okay, so tomorrow, if I were, if I were building a product, an extension for WooCommerce, yes. what, 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 what kind of advice would I, yes. would I like to, uh, <laughs> to hear? Keep I, it simple. I mean, for us, what, what works a lot is that we try to do uh, things, make things simple, super uh, value-oriented for end users. And I think that the e in the e-commerce space, it's super important to be focused on return on investment yes. and yes. show that very quickly. So that's what we focused on, to have the haha moment very quickly. Yep. And that's that would be my advice to any product uh, builder, like try to make it happen super quickly in Show the them that value. journey. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I like that. Now, hey everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. Staying on top of things, what about managing all those client projects in one place? The GoDaddy Pro Hub does just that and it's free. From a single dashboard, you will have control over your client sites, products, and projects in one seamless experience. Save time on repetitive site maintenance tasks. Access all your client accounts with a single sign-on. And use tools that improve client collaboration. And top that off with priority support and it's the all-in-one hub. Learn all about it by simply going to do the woo io slash hub wpy security the brand behind wp activity log also has you covered with captcha for wp plugin this slick integration with the google recaptcha 
gives your clients an easy way to add capture checks to their shops on the Woo checkout, registration, and account pages. And as a bonus, you can select where you want to add that captcha on the checkout page. So I suggest you head over to WPWhitesecurity.com and help your clients protect their Woo shops from fake registrations and orders the right way. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. I like that. Now, another big part of the WooCommerce ecosystem are the service providers, the people who are like doing customizations, they're doing fine tuning for when it, when it comes to that, uh, these, these agencies, for instance, are often in a position to be able to offer guidance and advice. Uh, if a company is not thinking about multilingual, like how do you suggest that these service providers introduce it? Like how, how do they bring up the topic? Uh, I, 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 okay, let's 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 put things differently. Uh, what I would say, like, is let's try different things that could bring value to your end customers. And if you are um, web development slash service, as in marketing uh, agencies, and you're trying to help your customers to uh, um, find values, increase your revenues, and so on. What you would look for is uh, any kind of tools or solution that will increase either visibility or conversion. Yep. And one of them could be languages. Maybe it will not, but let's figure it out very quickly and try things like Wiglot or others. Yeah. And you just look for, for it if it works. So you add a new language and you look at your numbers and do they, do they increase or not? It's pretty straightforward. Yep. It's pretty easy to uh, to assess. So, yeah, I would encourage them to try. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because if you you can... And I'm curious what you think about this. Like, I can see a service like Weglot being a great like, starting point for... Like, you get a quick win, right? Like, you turn it on, and suddenly you have translations. In my experience, I'm curious what you've seen with this at Weglot. That is a starting point, because then it's like if a company is like English primarily and they decide to add Spanish or French, for instance, there there probably needs to follow. If they see, for instance, that there's some traction, they need to then invest further internally to like, for instance, sometimes it's not enough to just translate something. It has to be localized. Like maybe uh, someone, someone has a business that has a different service provider based on which country that they're working in. So I'm curious, like, do you have any guidance on especially for those who just speak one language like how do they cultivate more awareness of uh, of the uh, of just like the differences it's not just translation yeah you're right I mean there are, there are many things you can have you can bear in mind which are like for example currency yep uh, like you say like uh, transportation providers or even payment systems they might be different if you're paying uh, uh, with a French payment yep. uh, method and uh, with a German one Um but uh, at the end of the day, it's more about low-hanging fruit. So let's let's just start with languages. Yeah. It's easier yep. and see if it impacts you. And maybe there are people inside your country uh, that are not uh, super familiar with English and they're better speaking or reading Spanish yep. or whatever. And let's see if it uh, if it has an, a positive impact on your numbers. And I like that. I think one of the hooks, what I've appreciated about your focus, especially as a software as a service provider, is that you give them the opportunity to have that quick win. Because getting into translation can be a very daunting thing. Like, okay, well, we're going to have to hire resources. We're going to have to do all this stuff. In my experience, that is a natural progression of success. But like you're saying, if you can get to that quick win, 
then you had a win and then you can build on that. Otherwise, people could be shy of making the commitment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, speaking again about the, uh, this topic, uh, we know pretty well, but uh, it's, it's a huge mountain for people. Yes. And let's, let's just for a minute think about the, the marketing guy receiving the to-do from the CEO or anyone. Hey, let's do German. I know that maybe we have some German sales to do. Uh, can you add German to the website? Okay. I don't speak German. I don't know how to add a new language on the website from the technical part. Yeah. How, I do the, how do I do that? That's, that's the, the nightmare of my to-do list and I don't know it's going to take me like a, a month or so just to figure out how it's, I'm going to make it and do the roadmap and so on and there are expectations. So what we say is like, okay, we're a great tool to just do 80% of the work uh, in a couple of minutes and then you can refine, iterate on yep. the content part if you yep. want. Uh, and that's, that's, I think, the beauty of what we're offering, that it's super easy and it's a real tool for people who are in charge of doing that and to help them to see if there are value to, uh, uh, to take. And then, on the other end, uh, we're also um, able to serve and to uh, provide our solution to bigger companies and to be a real transition stack for them. So it's not only about first... Uh, um, uh, let's say minutes or months of doing translation, but it's something that can scale with your uh, with your company. I love that. Now, using a, a tool like Weglot can be a great way. We talk about to kind of get that win for folks who make the commitment and say, "Okay, we're going to care about translations. We're going to invest in this." Do you have any any guidance on where they go from there? Like, should should they hire a native speaker at some point? Like, as once they experience traction, what, what general guidance for the folks listening? Once they start to see the wins, where do they go? Uh, I, it's, it's hard for me to give advice because it also depends a lot on, on the company's culture and of how course. they do things. Yes. But uh, what I would do is uh, uh, maybe uh, look at uh, my uh, most selling pages and uh, maybe have them uh, reviewed by uh, a local translator just to make sure that it fits our uh, corporate voice and, uh, and, and, uh, and the cultural local specification and so on. So, yeah, that's what I, I would do that. Like, uh, step-by-step improvements. Yep. And and at least for me, so I, I, I'm native, or English is my first language. I'm really interested in language, so I've made a conscious investment. The thing that I've gotten on the other side is realizing it's not just the language. There's cultural differences. There's things that don't translate, for instance, where, it, like, whether it's idioms or whatever it might be that requires more thinking, because sometimes people will just write copy. And, and what I love about what you guys have done is you'll give that quick win, like machine translation or easy access to like to professionals, and then like what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the space is that it's best for folks to see that as a starting point and see the success, like see that it's working, and then don't just leave it on there. You can use a tool like Weglot to say, okay, we have this interface where we can get more professionals involved. There's more that we can do with it, and and just build the momentum, right? And then with that, eventually, that might lead to okay, we're going to hire people who just focus on this, etc. Yeah, it's, and it's value based. I mean, you you're yes. really making making decisions based on on, on on revenues, so it's easier for you to uh, to do the calls. Yep. And and that's funny because you mentioned untranslated words and idioms, and we actually have that in our newsletter. And thanks to Mervy, which is a great uh, member of our team. And every, every month, we have an untrusted word ah. or idiom from any language. Nice. So that's, that's, that's fun. That's one of the, that's one of the, uh, it's, I find it really interesting when you discover these things. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, there's not a way to translate this idea across. Or someone will explain but something. You like the idea. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I mean, you like the idea of having an idiom 
saying that. <laughs> yes. Ah, that's great. Well, I really appreciate you guys. You've put a lot into this ecosystem. It's been great to watch you grow as a company over the years. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what happens next. Uh, I know that I'm curious, my last question. So one of the upcoming focuses for WordPress core is, is this like multilingual. We're trying to make that uh, a bigger emphasis. WordPress is a very like international project and a lot of good effort goes into that, including from folks like yourself to like make it more accessible. When you think about the word, the future of WordPress, what thoughts, if any, do you have on multilingual becoming part of core or what that means? I mean, I'm not in uh, in the head of the core team or the people who are yeah. deciding the, the taking calls for the direction of the of the CMS. But uh, what I see is, uh, and I, from my perspective, that uh, it, it's super hard to do multilingual. Yes, and uh, and it's hard also because it's not as core as all other functionality that uh, needs a lot of resources. But it also needs a lot of resources. So. Uh, eventually, at some point, they would add it to the core, uh, and we'd see at this, at this time. But I think that maybe where they are also more to to um, to win is to have. A, it's already done, but uh, I guess it's an ongoing improvement to have administration and WordPress uh, available in every language. So yes. it means that when you yep. downloading it, making sure that uh, plugins, admin, and so on yep. are accessible in your own language. Yep. That's that's already something that's, that's that's there, and it's but it takes a lot to maintain it, and that's where I think it should keep. Uh, 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 I mean we should keep having this kind of uh, improvement and, yeah. and, and investment. And that's a good example that it does take a lot to maintain. It requires people who know that context and that language and are, and are going to put the effort into it. Uh, it's one of the things I've appreciated about your Five for the Future work is sponsoring that type of work. I'd love to see a lot more folks do that as well because uh, it, it takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot to make sure that that language stays up to date, especially as there's changes. That's good. Augustine, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you at the next WordCamp. Yes, we better. Thank you, Jonathan. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. Check out GoDaddy Pro Hub, the perfect place to manage all your client sites with the resources and tools to help you make the most out of your time with client projects and Capture for WP plugin. Easily integrating Google Capture for added security on your clients' WooCommerce shops. And do remember, you can always connect with us at dothewoo.io slash subscribe. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.